Hi, I'm Miranda Wright with HOWC Ministries. To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com. Two are better than one because they have a good reward for their labor. For if they fall, the one will lift his fellow up. But woe to him that is alone when he falleth, for he hath not another to help him up. Again, if two lie together, then they have heat. But how can one be warm if he is alone? And if one prevaileth against him, two shall withstand him. And a threefold cord is not quickly broken. Ecclesiastes chapter 4, verses 9 through 12. Through scripture, God always did more with a faithful few than with the multitudes. Yet the word is clear that we are not as strong alone as we are when we yoke up in groups of at least two or three. Let's face it, it gives us accountability. It gives us strength. It gives us courage and clarity. Out of the mouths of two or three witnesses, according to scripture, we are told that all truth is established. We are instructed in the New Testament that when prophecy is being given, or even tongues, that there ought to be two or three there with interpretation, so that a false word can't be given, but out of the counsel of two or three witnesses, the truth would be established. Jesus sent his disciples out by twos in evangelism. He took Peter, James, and John with him to pray at the Mount of Transfiguration and asked them to join him in prayer again in Gethsemane. Moses had Aaron. Elijah had Elisha. Paul had Luke and Timothy. It truly is not good for man to be alone. While personal shut-in time with God is critical, invaluable, and irreplaceable, there is also still a need for unity between two or three, at least, in ministry. Seek and spend time in the Word and instruction apart and alone with God. Then come together with the brethren and see what he has been saying to all of them as a whole. And this is the truth established in error corrected. Prayer partners are so important. Evangelism works best with someone else there to bear witness to the validity of the message. Many times in my ministry has God tested me to see if I would stand, pray, withstand, or be willing to be sent, even if I had to do it alone, because that no one else stood with me. Yet once he saw that I believed him, even if no one else did, did he then send me fellow laborers and friends to walk with? Because there is truly power in agreement. There is a witness in the mouth of two or three that is more readily believed. Where two or three are in the name of the Lord, there he is with them in the midst. 
He delights when the brethren dwell together in unity with him. But unity doesn't have to be great masses. It can be just two or three friends working together with him in intercession or evangelism. There is great power in that because he is in it and he is power. Choose to believe that he is greater than all of the plots and plans of man, all their tools and ambitions, and know that he can use your little group of faithful believers to do mighty things in the kingdom. It is a great thing when the masses come together in unity to worship and to do the work of God's kingdom, but don't wait for that to happen because truly, It is not needed to do the greater things. All you need is him. And he is where two or three gather in his name and pray and worship. So find your prayer partner and start moving mountains. Help each other. Keep each other encouraged. Keep their path straight and correct it. And let them do the same for you. And you'll keep advancing, taking territory, and doing mighty things in God's kingdom. This has always been the way of things, and it always will. He walks with the humble, with wonders to fulfill. And among the lowly, with abundant miracles. So remind each other of them often. Pick each other up and keep marching. Because two are better than one, and a threefold cord is not easily broken. Father, we come before you today and we ask for you to order our steps and to make our allegiances. That you would remove people from our lives that are not meant to be there, that are only trying to lead us off of the narrow path that you have set before us. But we do ask that you bring into our lives those that you have called and ordained to walk with us. You sent them out by twos, therefore there is someone that you desire to pray with us. Lord, we ask that we would be humble enough to see and to receive, because many times I have found that the Lord has sent people into my life and that the enemy immediately moved to try to bring envy, strife, contention, and division. So Lord, give us wisdom that we not miss the blessings that we are being given, that we not fight against those that would actually be used to promote us in the kingdom. We ask for the right ones that you would send because you know who is truly in agreement with you and who isn't. We're not to be unified with men, but to be unified with the Holy Spirit, all of us working together under its leading, us members and it the head of the body. So Lord, you pick our prayer partners, you pick our evangelistic friends, you pick those that are tried and tested and prepared and commissioned. Let us lay down all pride and assumptions that think we know better or that we can see through all the plots and plans and snares of the enemy because we can't. Lord, only you see the end from the beginning. You see what will come generationally. So let us trust your wisdom and seek you for it with all due diligence. And let us wait to hear from you clearly 
with all patience. Help us to walk daily in the fruits of your spirit and to recognize those who are also producing it. Because my friend Jesus himself said that there are many spirits that are gone out into the world and that you should test them and that you will know the tree by the fruit that it produces. There are many wolves in sheep's clothing. There are many that are deceived by the enemy who truly have good intentions. But through pride, arrogance, impatience, or a lack of understanding, they are out of alignment and agreement with the will and word of God. We don't want to be in unity with that. We want to, in love, help to correct their path. But we want to find those that the Lord has chosen for us to yoke up with. So, Lord, today we humble and pray and say, show us who it is. And also, let me explain this. Not everyone who refuses to walk with you or is in sin or error. Sometimes God just didn't call them to that mission or that territory. And not everyone that God calls you away from is in the wrong. Sometimes we're just not being called to the same mission. Sometimes God wants to teach you a different lesson, maybe one that they've already passed or one they haven't gotten to yet. So God wants to yoke you up with the people that need to be in the same class. So trust what he's doing. Don't be too judgmental. Don't start assuming. Just seek him for instruction and do what he tells you. And lastly, remember this, that there are people with different callings and offices. So don't judge everybody by the way God uses you. The prophet will not work in the same way as the pastor, neither the evangelist, as the teacher or the ministry of helps, as the apostle. We are all different parts of the same body doing God's work as a whole. But we also have to give the liberty for every person individually to follow the leading of the Holy Spirit to do the work that they're called to do, to move in the gift and the office that the Lord is calling them to. So, Lord, help us to understand how to work together, even when we're called to be different. Lord, help us to celebrate each other's strengths and to gird up each other's weaknesses. That there be no breach or schism among us, but that we be a healthy body jointly fit together doing the work of Jesus. God works together in seamless symmetry, a mystery that is beyond our understanding. We have to come to the realization that we can't always comprehend everything that he's doing. He's too big, too omnipotent, too omnipresent, too far above our comprehension. Part of that reality is that he chooses to use us to play a part in it. Let us be grateful for it, and just as grateful that he uses others all the same. That no one person can ever claim a miracle or a work of God. Lord, we thank you for the brethren that are willing to be obedient, to sacrifice, to do the work that you call them to. Some you call to sit, some you call to go, some you call to the battlefield in the valley like you did for Joshua and the Israelites. Some you call to the mountaintop in prayer and intercession and praise and worship like you did for Moses and for Aaron. Some you call to help uphold the brethren like the two that held Moses' 
arms up when he began to get weak. We all have a part to play so that we can all celebrate when we see the victory. Let us lay aside any desire for vainglory or attention or to be seen in some role of leadership by men to be seen as the one who did it. And let us be satisfied to play our part in the body of Christ and to help others in the process to cover the wounded, to help heal and to mend them and get them back fully into their function. Yes, Lord, give us the strength, the courage, the fortitude to stand alone if we have to, to be obedient. Sometimes you will test us in that, but it's never been your desire or your plan to keep us in that place of lack because you truly have called us to work with brethren, not to be lords over them, but to have two or three strengthening, encouraging, correcting, keeping accountable, checking, on each other, keeping each other covered in prayer and intercession, recognizing when something's not right and fighting for their brethren. Lord, help us to recognize the assignments that we've been given, that even when we're called to help someone, usually the truth is is that they're helping us also, even if we don't realize it. So today we take some time to pray for the two or three in our lives. Yes, our pastors, our ministers, yes, our children, our siblings, yes, our spouse, our husband, our wife, but also our assignments the ones that God has used to press and to pull, to strengthen, to encourage, to test, to press, and to teach you. Lord, give us wisdom and discipline to maintain the relationships that you have called us to. This message was brought to you by HOWC Ministries. To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com.